0: Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodekar-Schaller. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to conclude our three-part series of Pinball on the Amiga with Pinball Illusions and Slam Tilt Pinball. But before we do, uh, let's get to some feedback. Um... First of all, uh, Gary Hucker wrote in from New Zealand, and um, he wrote in just you know saying that he he enjoyed the podcast and we appreciate that. But he also shared an Amiga memory. So he says, uh, "There I was walking down the main street in Christchurch, and what did I see in the window of the computer store? A photorealistic picture displayed on a monitor." And uh, he goes on to say that before after not too long after that, he owned his first A five hundred. And uh, he said it came in a pack with the A520. He remarks how much we love the A520. <laughs> um, and then it came with the starter pack of games: uh, Indiana Jones, F18 Interceptor, and uh, some other game. That's a good.
1: It's a good couple games. At least. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he said my flat, my flatmate and I spent hours playing Stunt Car Racer and Gods, which is a really good platform game that I know that we're going to get to pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he also enjoyed uh, Speedball Two, uh, Brutal Deluxe, which yes. is another game that we're yeah, on, on yeah. Our, and Wings and Lemmings, and uh, also the Say program. Are you familiar
1: with the Say program? The Say program. Mm-hmm. I know there's. I know built in the Amiga DOS is a uh, speech synthesizer. Uh, it's the same sort of
0: thing. Yeah. He said that
1: uh, he he was a fan of
0: booting up the Say program to blast out his favorite expletives. Which, you know <laughs> that's that's ninety percent of what all speech synthesizer programs yeah. have done from the beginning. Um, so, anyway, that was uh, our first letter from New Zealand. I, re-
1: our- I read that. It was it was a real nice uh, note there, and I, I also was amused by the fact that he said he enjoyed our accents. Yeah. Which i always, <laughs> especially for someone from New Zealand, because we always, at least, I don't know about it all over the world, but we love the British and the, also the Aussie and, New, and the New Zealand mm-hmm. accents. And so. I don't feel like we have an accent at all. Just like they is don't it, feel like they have one. Now I wonder <laughs> if it's, it's a country accent or it's just an American accent, if there is such a thing. It's very strange to me, but yeah. I, I thought that was amusing.
0: I, I, you know, I was looking up um, some pictures of Christchurch because when he uh, told me about it, it reminded me of the earthquake. They had a big earthquake there uh, a couple of years back in, man, New Zealand. It is a beautiful place. Yes,
1: I'd love to get down there sometime. Yeah.
0: Not only is it the home of the Shire, but uh, you know, just the whole country is, is just incredible. So, uh, the, Gary, yeah, it, it, we'll let you know when, when we book our flights. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the next thing I want to uh, bring up is uh, our our friendly neighborhood reviewer, uh, text reviewer, Dreamcatcher. He's uh, put up some more articles, uh, and his latest one is a review of Lemming's, which is really quite good. Yeah, he covers a lot of the background information that we glossed over in our podcast. <laughs> yes,
1: he does a great job. Like I said, I really enjoyed his body blows, and Lemming's was good. I mean, I, so far everything he's done has been a home run. Yeah, it's very good. It's very a, a very great addition to the to the team.
0: And finally, uh, Anthony Becker, uh, otherwise known as Guru Anthony, uh, wrote in. <laughs> with uh, two comments. The first one was all about his experiences with Turbo Silver. I tell you, Aaron, the Turbo Silver comments just keep flooding it's in. It's
1: funny. I th- I, it's funny, folks, because before we did that, that episode, I told Buzz, like I'm not sure about this utility stuff if anyone cares. And boat was like, nah, nah, people are going to love this stuff. And I was like, ah, okay, we'll get a shot. And he's right. We've gotten a lot of feedback on those episodes, plus directory opus. So. Yeah,
0: if we weren't such buffoons, we'd cover more <laughs> utilities. But, you know, we just we have no we have no useful knowledge when it comes to the Amiga. We, we only know about the games. Um, And he also wrote in to talk about the origins of the um the acronym seu because we talked about how it's not really common in a um you know at least for console gamers we usually call them shoot em ups or shmups or whatever and he said that seu was kind of an abbreviation of a longer acronym from the shoot em up construction kit and um and he said that uh you know many people including him thought that uh you know they'd be able to get a great idea and um So they bought the the shoot 'em up construction kit and then it promptly just sat on the shelf while they ended up playing all the other games that were out there for the. Have
1: have you ever, have you dabbled or played with any of the stuff that was made with the shoot 'em up construction set? I have not. Um, I have. And there were some, you know, there was some pretty neat stuff made with it. And what it was a, it was a brilliant idea um, for a game. I'm trying to, was that, did Gary Kitchen do shoot 'em up construction set? Was that one of his? That sounds familiar. And uh, uh, boy, don't quote me on that. But I mean, It was revolutionary, and and, uh, so it's kind of neat. I think even that SEU, that may have been the extension of the save file, but I could be wrong on that. That's true.
0: He said that uh, there's actually a website called um, seuckvault.co.uk where people are still fiddling around with it. Slick. I love it. I love that. So I'll put that up on the blog, too. Uh, What's going on in the world of Amiga
1: news, Aaron? Well, just a few tidbits here that I thought I'd go over. Uh, um, Revision 2016 has happened. Uh, The demo extravaganza for the Amiga... Uh, I'll put a link up uh, to our good friends over at uh, Indie Retro News. Love that site. Can't can't uh, hype it enough. Uh, but uh, I watched. Uh, I think I watched all the demos that were put out this year, and uh, they were all pretty good. I mean, the, t- t- for the uh, you know, I'm new to the whole kind of demo thing. Despite an Amiga podcast, demos are not my bag. I didn't think. But uh, if you <laughs> if you played any pirated games from back in the day. Demos are sort of strapped to the front, the cool little thing with the shapes floating like around. The rotating logo and all and, that uh, stuff. And some of the ones on here just look just straight up like you could hook them onto a game right now, and then bam, you know. Others are more uh, involved. The two I really liked this year were that I saw. I mean, I like them all, but and the music is, God, it's good. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you know that, I mean, they the music on the Amiga is still it's the, the Amiga and the C sixty four. Are great and I probably the St again. I have, I have limited exposure. Um, the two I liked were uh, one from a team called Ghost Town. Um, they did some, they did some amusing sort of presentation. Apparently last year on their way home from uh, from revision, their bus they got vandalized and someone took all their money, all their uh, credit cards, all their documentation, oh, wow. and the people at the uh, at Revision 2015, gathered up enough money for them to get a tow truck to go home. And so their their demo was about the adventures of that, which I thought <laughs> was real cute. And it was a big thank you. It was very nice. And then I, uh, uh, there was a demo from a guy called, uh, I think his name was Dolor, D O L O R S, who knows, you know. Dolores? Uh, do, no, no, D O L O R S, Dolores. Dolores. But okay. uh, his comma, I think his was on uh a, a, a 060, but uh, uh, he had a uh, just. Um, Beautiful cityscapes and and a guy walking with the, just an infinite amount of stuff going on in the background. It was really impressive. Again, the Amiga, you know, as old as it is, it still it never fails to amaze me. Anyway, uh, it's good. And uh, there was one for evil bot, vote evil bot, which <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of what our elections. So, <laughs> so anyway, check them out. We'll put we'll put a link up to that. Question: Yes. Do you know who Dolores Van Cartier is? I don't. That is
0: Whoopi Goldberg's character in Sister Act.
1: Why do you know it? Because you were just talking about Dolores. I don't like Whoopi Goldberg that much. I'm not going to lie to you. Well. In fact, I don't think she's ever been anything anything I ever enjoyed. And I didn't like her in Star Trek. I think that's the thing I saw her the most. So No Jumpin' Jack Flash love? No, none. None at all. No Ghost love. Right. No Sister Act love. <laughs> Nothing. Um, next up, again, we it's like the old thing. We report, you decide. In this case, it's a, <laughs> another one of these kind of grayish area Collections Again, on the uh, Amiga CD32 compilation pack from a good old Amiga J. Again, I picked this up at Indie Retro News. It's a running gun collection uh, they've assembled. Includes Toki, Assassin SE, Alien 3, Metal Law, Rough and Tumble, Midnight Resistance, Orc, Wolf Child, Rubicon, The Killing Game Show, and Lethal Weapon. I've played a few of those. There's some pretty good stuff in there. Again, you can check it out. We'll throw a link up. Um, one other thing. Um, askamiga.com. It's a new site. Uh, It's a uh, free online resource uh, where users can come to ask questions, technical questions about the Amiga. Uh, And uh, it's just kicked off, I think, in the past few weeks. Uh, It's a good idea. Hey, I mean, uh, the Amiga user base is very helpful. And being that I'm pretty much a dullard i'll probably be hitting this up quite a bit (laughs) but a a handy resource so uh, they're just now getting that off the ground um now here's a question
0: for you yeah when you were surfing around what makes that site different than just the reddit you know amiga page are they trying to do anything new and different or is it does it just work like reddit
1: i think it i don't well a lot of people don't use reddit for starters, and this is—I mean—you go here and you're instantly there. I don't, I, you know, I don't use Reddit myself. Yeah, it goes to
0: show because if you go to the Reddit Amiga page, you go there and you're instantly.
1: Well, and I don't know if they're going to have people standing by. I don't know mm-hmm. if there are going to be people alive chatting. I don't know. I've, I've, okay, I was just curious. Uh, I'm not saying Reddit page is bad. I mean, I've from I've, I've been there a few times. It's not something I visit often, but uh, this is something new mm-hmm. they're trying out. You know, we'll see. Okay. Um, finally, and this is an Amiga news but I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. I'm a big ABBA fan. I love ABBA, right? You're
0: a dancing queen.
1: I am. And, uh, and uh, I when I saw this again, NG Retro News, I saw this pop up, and I had to include it. Uh, they have released ABBA Gold, the collection, 15 incredible ABBA tracks for your C64. Really? I figure a lot of C64 listeners uh, out there uh, that listen to this Amiga uh, podcast if you're into an ABBA, I love them. You know, and if you're into them, go pick this up. That's, if, I
0: love any kind of Sid, you know, Sid yeah, stuff. This it's should be now
1: and I have not had a chance to hear any of this. Mm. Uh, that much said, um, I have a feeling they're going to treat ABBA real well. And of course, like I said, we just mentioned that C64 music is outstanding. Mm. So by the time we record again, I will have heard all these tracks. I will be, I'll give you a live a review. review.
0: <laughs> but
1: the ABBA gold, of course, I have their... Greatest hits and you know a bunch of other stuff. So. Whoopi Goldberg was in Mamma Mia, wasn't she? <sighs> what is it with you to Whoopi Goldberg Boat? No, I don't know. She I,
0: she wasn't. I can almost guarantee.
1: Can you imagine Whoopi trying to sing these tunes? <laughs> you know, I just as a side note, me and my partner were watching a bunch of old ABBA concert footage, and the uh, the two fellas in the band, I you know their name. I can't their name is a Bjorn Born and Spin or something like that. But the be, the bearded guy in the band as he plays and, and the beautiful women prance around and they're singing, they're beautiful and they sound great, he's going to look on his face like, I'm the man. <laughs> and he was. He was. because that they moment were, in time. <laughs> <he> was, <laughs> this guy's like, I
0: am getting away with something. That's the look on his face. You know, they were, I mean, they were literally, you know, one of the top selling groups of all time. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. And, they're, and rightfully so, you yeah. know. I love them. Anyway, that's the news. Yeah. Uh, one, one small bit of uh, non-AMIGA-related news so that uh, I'd like to, to bring up is uh, our buddy Flack, Rob, Rob O'Hara, has a new podcast uh, on the Throwback Network, which is, we're a part of, called Cactus Flack. And if you're into uh, collecting arcade games and MAME and stuff like that, uh, he has kind of a unique take because he's only <coughs> reviewing games that he's physically owned the arcade machines for. And uh, there's not a lot of folks that can say they've owned, you know, a, almost 100 arcade machines. Uh, Aaron, you've, you've owned quite a few.
1: Yeah, not um, quite 100. I, I think it's a neat concept. And, and I like hearing his stories of how he acquired them. I wish mm-hmm. I could remember that stuff. I've had so many and sold so many. I agree. My, I agree. Know?
0: He has a fantastic memory. Yeah. And so if you check that out, uh, you can go to throwbackatnetwork.net and uh, and link up to uh, Cactus Flax.
1: What were his first th- I know he did Map Mania as a board. Do you remember what the first Matt two Mania,
0: were? Map um, Mania, I think Elevator Action. Which is another great game. Love that one. And he's got a third one, and I just can't think of it.
1: i I'll just finished listening to his Map Mania podcast, and I own Map Mania. I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm assuming he got Cactus Flax from Cactus Jack, although well, there's no, also ca- a, there's also a arcade yeah. called Cactus Jacks, right? I think that that
0: predates Cactus Jack, by Well, to be fair, Cactus <laughs> Jack also
1: horked his name from a movie. So there you go. But the, yeah, arcade stuff. You know, me and Boat, both arcade owners. And uh, Flack always puts out good quality stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, all right. Well, that concludes the uh, the news portion of the podcast. Uh, it's time to jump into the games. So here we go with Pinball Illusions. Um, Pinball Illusions is an uh, Amiga. Game developed by Dice, it came out in 1995 and was the uh, the third in the trilogy of pinball blank games. So we had <laughs> pinball Pin- <laughs> X, yeah, pinball fantasies, pinball <laughs> dreams, and pinball
1: illusions. Um, what can you tell us about Dice, Aaron? Well, uh, the Amiga version four discs, pretty heady um, for especially for a a uh, a game that only had featured three tables, which was that's you know, odd. Well, there's a reason. Okay. Um, this also released on the PC. Mm-hmm. Okay. The PC has a fourth table, which is called Vikings. Right. It's supposed to be the weakest of the tables, but the reason it wasn't included in the Amiga version was it wasn't finished. Oh. Uh, the people that released it uh, on the on the PC had to finish it effectively. Um, I've heard it's, I you know, eh. But I've heard it's not the best. Uh, so the PC people got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PC people eventually got high, high, uh, higher, higher graphics. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, this is really when, you know, PC games were starting to really pull away in the 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 detriment of staying with the 6800 processor was more and more apparent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but uh, still, uh, 68,000. Sorry. What did you say? 6800. Oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> um, the uh, the, the PC version, though, was okay, from what I've heard. I haven't played it. In fact, I didn't even look it up because it's an Amiga podcast. Right. But uh, I would like to have had that extra table. And as far as I know, it, there was never any sort of uh, supplementary Amiga release of it. Still four discs for three pinball machines. Kind of weird. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I'm assuming the first disc was strictly for the opening and the intro. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. You Which know. was pretty elaborate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I like the uh, one thing of the 21st century, all their stuff. They always come out with these, you know, the orchestra strikes, banter. and this yeah. one goes back into the history of the game. It's like, da, 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 da. and then once you even start the game, there's this kind of a uh, very y like background mm-hmm. uh, to the to the menu that where shapes are revolving and whatnot. Yeah, yeah.
0: They, they production quality is high all the way through all the pinball games or all the pinball illusions dreams fantasies
1: yeah and i like the the fact that there's the manuals are there it's it's they did a good job i mean if you can get past uh, apparently the lack of a fourth table angered a lot of people
0: <laughs> is it were the i can't remember because it's been so long was this the only one that didn't include a fourth yeah. table okay
1: again I, and i assume it would have been a five disk set with that last table mm. so uh uh what can you do if it wasn't done? It wasn't done. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this
0: was also the first of the uh, games that included a multi-ball mode. Yes. So I thought that was kind of cool, um, and uh, it was the first one to be released for AGA Amiga. So this one was only exclusively, for, yeah, yeah, only for the AGA. Um, and uh, you know, I I thought this game was great. Um, I thought this game was better. Overall, than the second one, which I guess was Pinball Fantasies, right? Is Pinball Fantasies, the first one or the second?
1: Pinball one? Dreams, Pinball Fantasies.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought this was better than Fantasies because I felt that the tables were more open. Uh, I didn't feel like there were all kinds of devices that kind of took over the center of the table towards the top. Um,
1: and uh, I, I was a fan. Um, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Okay. As we we'll go, we'll go through them table by table and such yeah. thing. But uh, I don't necessarily. Uh, I didn't think it was bad, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't, like, blown away. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and have, just for fun, we'll go ahead and take by table. Okay. What did you think of the the first table, which was Law and Justice?
0: To me, it was like a bad ripoff of Demolition Man. (laughs) Okay. I, I think that, I don't know, that's the only thing I kept thinking about. I was like, man, it's... And it wasn't even set in the future, so I don't even know why I thought that. I'm not a big fan of the the, the police type themes on pinball machines, but I thought that they did it well. I mean, like there are themes like car chase and stuff like that.
1: It was all right. This was of the three. This was my favorite, was it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, again, the the plot, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I, I like the I like the 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 way the table felt. Uh, I thought it was the most original of the three, frankly. Uh, the problem I had with it, and really I had this with all the tables, but for some reason this was the worst, was the action off the flippers. And I read a couple other people mention this. The action off the flippers seemed weird. I had trouble hitting shots. Mm-hmm. And eventually I could I could hit them, sort of. But I never felt as natural as I did in the previous two games. Really? To me. Okay. I, uh, I had trouble... I'm, I'm usually once I get in there I can usually pinpoint the shots pretty well and i just couldn't get it couldn't get it down hmm. i think the thing I liked the most about this table was there it wasn't top heavy what I mean by that is the other two tables especially extreme sports they were everything was at the very very top mm-hmm. and it makes for tough shooting yeah in, unless you're in a high res uh, zone mm-hmm. and that that irritates me it's tough to make a shot when you can't see where you're shooting so that was a, an irritant for me as well, but overall, I thought I thought this one was um, my favorite of the three. I thought it was the least generic of the three, too. I mean, one thing. Really, just, you didn't. Well,
0: anyway, we'll we'll
1: move on. Go ahead. What what do you think of Babe what's, Watch? See, Babe
0: Watch, I had very low hopes for because I thought it was going to be. I mean, what what? Just if somebody says Babe Watch, what's it going to be a knockoff of? But Babe Watch, right? But it's not. Well, I mean, it sort of is, isn't it? No. Baywatch is all about like hanging out at the beach. This was like a casino theme and like classic cars and like drag racing. I guess it was a gas
1: stuff, yeah. Theme,
0: yeah. And so uh, I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't just kind of a beach theme. Uh, I liked the casino. I thought the modeling was cool of that, the roulette table and all that stuff. Um, The music was okay.
1: Um, I this was my favorite of the three. This was the one I I did well at. I thought it was, I'm, I thought it was probably the, it probably played. I don't know if it played better than the first one. It was close. They were close again. The flippers were a little goofy, and I got and I got all some weird action. The casino area, it's okay. Um, the uh, the art's good. I mean, for what it is, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, I just didn't like the theme that much. I mean, you can go into weightlifting. There's an area for weightlifting in casino. It was kind of goofy. The theme felt goofy. It was, just been, goofy I mean, it to was me. varied,
0: you know. It was like it was
1: varied, all right. But I, there wasn't to me. It wasn't just that. wasn't the consistency of a theme. What are we doing here? Is it a casino? Is it a? Is it the beach? Is it Baywatch? The show? Is it? Is it weightlifting? There's a the car racing thing. Just a little a couple ramps. Mm-hmm. There's always not much to that. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you could go either way with it. Yeah. You know. I mean, again, I didn't think the physics were. Perfect on this one either. Mm-hmm. This game, to, as a whole, to me, it didn't just didn't feel as tight on the physics as the previous incarnations. I agree with that. I found it to be a little
0: bit more floaty and a little bit easier. Then yeah, it's easier is not always better in the world
1: of pinball. Yeah, and, and well, I wouldn't say it was well. I mean, I had a real good run on Babe Watch and I and I've played these tables back in the day, and I've played them a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. but it's not something I play all the time. I had a good run on Babe Watch right out of the gate. And I think that's the, it's definitely the easiest of the three. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you know, and the colors look nice. I mean, you can tell the difference with the AGA. Yeah. But that, I don't think they got the physics down very mm-hmm. well. And what about the last, of the Extreme Sports? I am not a fan of Extreme Sports. <laughs> Is the pinball
0: or the, <laughs> or, or the actual events. You know, anything <laughs> anything with the word "extreme" in front of it just <laughs> yes. makes me turn away. Yes. And um, the music I thought was terrible. Uh, the theme I thought was weak because, it, you know, it features prominently a guy bungee
1: jumping, which is, is that even a sport? You fall off something. I guess if you don't die, you win. <laughs> which that's one of the things um, I liked about this table is when there, there was the part where you would start this base jump or whatever mm-hmm. and if you drain the ball while your guys mentioned some your, your guy just probably <laughs> yeah. was death and you got a death bonus I so at a point which i thought that was pretty that was the, probably the highlight of the entire table for me yeah I mean I think they could have done a lot of really cool things <laughs> with you
0: know maybe skateboarding or BMX bikes or something that's what I think about with like extreme sports that I think will translate well into good this
1: table style. reminds me of a, a real life table called no fear yeah. Yeah. I didn't like No Fear, and I don't like this one. Yeah, I don't like these sort of uh, designs where it's, I guess it's kind of a fan layout, is what they call it at the top, and there's all that empty empty uh, space. No good. Mm-hmm. And again, this is another one where you could not see anything to shoot at mm-hmm. until the screen scrolled up. So, unless you're playing in that, that higher res mode, uh, you're, I couldn't hit Jack Squat. Yeah, I mean, this, you're basically guessing.
0: And this so, game really could have been a cocktail table. They could have just
1: cut out the middle section of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and the thing is. The funny thing about these tables is because I, I feel like I'm killing them I'm not. It's just that you have to play to your medium and and I don't think they did a good job of that because you know there's going to be uh, uh, so much realist that you have to scroll past mm-hmm. that if you can't see what you're doing at least this one has the ability you can you know you can make it so you can see all that stuff uh, but uh, uh, and I would love again all three of these tables I'd probably have a different attitude if I played them on my cabinet. You know, if, if someone, I'm sure, I think every one of these has been exported to virtual pen, which I'm going to try them out. But as it stood, you know, in the Amiga, when you can't see what you're shooting at, the fun goes away, you know. And I'm sure there's modes and stuff that I didn't see, but uh, I'm like you. And again, the theme, eh, I, I'm okay with the theme. I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is, but I didn't think they did much with it either. Uh, so, you know, that's my thing with this package to me. It just didn't speak to me. I mean, mm-hmm. at all. I didn't like any really any of the themes, mm-hmm. and um, I the, I mean, all the extra bells and whistles aside, the multi-ball, uh, I thought it just left me wanting. I yeah. guess. I mean, there was no million-dollar game show in here, or or uh, that one that the jukebox one that we yeah. played in. We like, you know, or even party with the party one for the second one. Uh, none of these were anyone in the ballpark for me. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. I agree. Um, the uh, uh, again, there's a we as we mentioned, there's a uh, there's a PC version of this that has an extra table. It was called the Vikings. Uh, again, that we heard it, I heard it was the weakest of the three, so it must be it must be not that good. Um, so uh, also the PC version, the CD had uh, audio, book audio, so sound gone. Um, something else that was on here that we didn't mention is when the, when it boots up. It doesn't say uh, pinball illusions right away. It says Super Pinball Fantasies Turbo EX2 M Ball Edition. Real quick before it flashes over, which I'm guessing they were railed on Super Street Fighter or Street right. Fighter Two. Yeah, that I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> um, the PC version, they you can't see that on it. Mm. Um, something I thought was interesting. I think I may have heard this before, but I don't know it. Uh, but I'd forgotten it. There was a they took this package, and they uh, uh, they went to the Dream or the PlayStation and the Saturn, and in a in a package called True Pinball. Have you heard of True Pinball? No. We may have mentioned this once. I can't remember. It seems like we might have just briefly touched on it. Um, it includes all four pinball illusions tables with 3D modes and low and high resolution. Um, I read a couple places where uh, and uh, that these didn't play as well. And a lot of people still prefer the Amiga version over the uh, over the, the uh, Saturn or PlayStation version. I've heard of the two, the PlayStation version is the one to get. I think I may have the PlayStation version stashed somewhere, but I, I don't remember ever playing This
0: isn't the same company that came out with the Pro Pinball uh, series on PS1, is it?
1: Well, here's the thing. I, I did a lot of digging on this. On both these games we're, we're talking about today, they both went through the ringer of tables... Being um, sold as in weird, different named packages and weird formats, I, I, you might be—I don't know. I mean, they, yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of pinball stuff when when they went down. A lot of stuff changed, changed hands, uh, and so uh, the next game we're talking about uh, was released on the PC in this real, real uh, hokey-looking, almost public domainy-looking version. So, this is—I I,
0: just—I just pulled it off the shelf because I couldn't remember. This is
1: a. Uh, Boat's got a DVD or CD there. What do you got? This is uh,
0: the Pro Pinball Fantastic Journey uh-huh. for the PlayStation 1. No, I Empire think that's, Interactive. Yeah, I think that's that.
1: a that's a standalone. I remember playing that, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, so, basically, the to, to bottom line, Pinball Illusions, again, it wasn't my, of the three, it wasn't my favorite. But, if you're going to play it, probably the PC version is the way to go. Or, uh, or, or the Amiga version. The PC version... Again, I've heard it plays pretty well. Again, you may or may not like the uh, the physics, uh, but the Amiga version is certainly the way to go of the, of the three. The PC version, if you want to play it on something modern with a higher resolution.
0: Yeah, and all three. If you you know, I just think there's something to be said for a company you know producing three relatively solid pinball titles, you know, and not really selling out on any of the three. Um, it's rare to have three games of the same genre produced by the same company that are of the same level of quality.
1: And they really actually produce more than these three. They uh, And here's something I didn't know. I guess I should have known. But the uh, uh, Digital Illusions team did uh, Pinball Mania, which I don't think we've talked about Pinball no. Mania because I never even. I don't think i even heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's an Amiga title that's pinball. Maybe we'll get into it at some point. But apparently it was a kind of a disappointment, and it came out between uh, uh, Pinball... F- Fantasies and this, I think. I think that's the way it came out. Okay. Uh, So who knows? Oh no, I think it came out after this, but before the next game we're doing, which is Slam Tilt. So (laughs) let's just go ahead and do Slam Tilt, shall we? All right.
0: So Slam Tilt was developed by Liquid Design, design spelled cool guy
1: style. It's the only thing they ever did. (laughs) Really? Well, I mean, it's. uh, I looked them up. There's everyone on this. Almost everyone involved in the making of this game. This is all they did. Now I they I read that they had. Had cobbled together whatever they, all the members of the old teams they could to do mm-hmm. this. Like this is the last, you know, shot at right. it. Last but I mean, if you looked up, I looked up all everyone that was involved in this, with the exception of the producer, they hadn't done anything else.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, it was also published by 21st Century Entertainment, so uh,
0: they were big into the pinball scene, I guess. Now, did 21st Century, just offhand, do you
1: know, did they do
0: anything else other than pinball games?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did actually. They did uh, a few games. Actually, I've got them listed here. Let me see what they were. Um, They did, I think they did all digital illusion games. I think they did, uh, uh, oh boy, I I think there's one called Deliverance that they did. Um, Based on the movie? (laughs) You know, I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, um, uh, Marvin's Marvelous Adventure. I've never heard of it. uh, Nebulous 2. (laughs) <laughs> Rubicon I think those were all games they did I think okay uh, but uh, they pinball was obviously their big daddy yeah
0: um so this this was released in 1996 so it came out a year after uh pinball illusions and um, it was also only for AGA uh, amigas so 1200 and four thousand only and this one also got a pc release as well yeah and uh and uh, it's got four tables so uh, mean machines the pirate ace of space Ace of Space and Knight of the Demon. <laughs> um, so I uh, let's go over let's go over them. What did you think of Mean Machines, Aaron? Um,
1: I didn't like it that much. <laughs> uh, now again, I will say this uh, for starters. Um, the the uh, the interface and in slam till it's good. The uh, there's info on all the tables. They have an interesting interface that you the menu you know. Uh, it's not as cool looking as the other one, but it's still pretty cool. And there's this 3D set of Pimble that yeah. kind of spin around. But
0: the, the fact that they're in black and white made it a little less cool yeah. than it could have been.
1: Well, the other one was very demo-y, yeah. too. Um, the uh, the physics in this felt a lot better. A lot better than the last one. So I like the physics a lot more. Road, uh, Meme Machine, kind of a road racing sort of... Mm-hmm. I mean, weird... I guess it was road racing, but the, I don't know what you was... Go- like Mad Max yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it didn't do it for me. The I music,
0: mean, the mu- I didn't enjoy the music. No,
1: and the, 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 it was kind of generic, mm-hmm. you know. We've yeah. seen these car ones before, and this wasn't the best of the car ones that I, was, I we've no. seen.
0: The best car one was that one. Was It might have been, it was obviously one of the games that we did before, but the one where you actually were in the race, you know, and you had pit stops and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: um, this, this did have a, a, a again, I, I didn't do very well with this one, <laughs> and I tried it a bunch of times. There was this bit where you could get this kickstart mode where it said "Do not hit your ball" and the ball would kind of rev up and you oh, kind of kinda and neat. and you could you know at some point you'd whack it mm-hmm. uh, you know so I thought that the was kind of neat.
0: One the another downfall of this game is that there are no skill shots. You know you just hit enter to launch the ball, and I always appreciate when you have kind of a plunger effect. But that was a hallmark of pinball machines at this time anyway. Real pinball machines. Yeah,
1: something else that was weird about this game. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool is that you have you're on a um, a lot of the specials are the ramp lights. We're on really tight timers, so you, I don't know how long. Maybe it didn't seem like any t- time at all. Maybe ten seconds. You had the chance to, and maybe it varied. But if you didn't get them up there, light you know light went off, and you're back to back to square one, which can be frustrating yeah. if you're trying to get some action out of it. I uh, I didn't do very well at this one, like I said. So it wasn't my favorite. It was probably of the four in this set. It was probably my least favorite. What do you think?
0: I agree. I don't I didn't like the theme and I didn't like the music so that's two strikes against we're it not already. car people Boat. I'm not. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it and um, and so I, I played a couple games of this and I just moved on yeah I mean it looked good mm-hmm. I thought um, the pirate I liked a lot more um, I, you know I, I'm more of a pirate person I guess uh, I thought that there was kind of a, a variety of things to do that was neat the topless mermaid uh, I don't know how that, that that got really you know I don't even know if this came out did this come out in the USA?
1: No, it was on, the, on DOS, or PC, so I'm assuming it, but yeah. I don't know if they edited that out or not. Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, I, I like this one more. Um,
0: all of these, I don't know if it's just because, you know, I played more of Pinball Illusions, and then when I got the Slam Tilt, I was just kind of, you know, look, going through the motions a little bit more, but none of these really had any any kind of effect that really
1: wowed me. I, 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 I didn't hate Pirate. Mm-hmm. I did hate some aspects of pirate. I'll have to say, the it was too. There were too many of those metal rails in this thing, and it oh, was that,
0: actually I like that.
1: That I forgot. There about was that. a bit. There was a little wacky rail thing on the on the right side, right before mm-hmm. it feeds that upper flipper. Yeah, I hate it. Really? I, I, I know were, it's supposed to make it more challenging, but it just mm-hmm. didn't look. It looked goofy to me, uh, and I I didn't like that aspect of it. The pirate looks weird. What's he wearing? It looks like he's wearing like a uh, what is this? A future pirate or is he some kind of superhero pirate? He was wearing some kind of skin tight outfit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> this pirate was like, blackbird, eat your heart out. This guy's a killer. You know, he's stacked, chiseled. Uh, I like the cannon. Mm-hmm. I liked um, I like some of the aspects of it. Oh, something we should mention is the. Uh, on this game, they really got the multi-ball right with yeah. the with when you zoom out mm-hmm. to the. High, I mean, that's a, it works. I mean, they you
0: know from every pinball game <laughs> going forward, it's kind of that's the
1: this is the way to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. And, and and as soon as you lose that last drain of that ball before you go back to single ball, it zooms, it back, zooms in. back in. Mm-hmm. It's that works great. That's a great aspect of it. Um I liked when you died on this and the shark kind of it kind of bit you. I thought that was funny. Um, I I thought it was a it was pretty good. The music was catchy. It was kind of a seafaring tune, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but uh, and I didn't get very far into this one either. I, I get I played this one quite a bit, uh, but uh, uh, so I don't know. I didn't see all the advanced modes and stuff in it. But it was it was okay. It wasn't my favorite of the package, but it, I liked it more than the the first one. Ace of Space. What did you think? This was my favorite of all the tables that we played. What did you like about it? Um, what did I like? I liked the I liked the music because it was, it stayed in the background. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was it was just kind of an ambient thing going on. This thing is a straight up Star Wars (laughs) ripoff. I mean, it's got a. uh, I don't know if you got the video mode where you try to go shoot the trench for the Death Star. Oh no, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, it's really this had a great video mode. Uh, The uh, you could light lightsaber and all that stuff. Now the, the picture of the guy that with the phaser or the, you know, the blaster at the bottom. It, that wasn't the best art I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but uh, I re- this thing I thought was a lot of fun. I mm. liked the theme. It had a good flow. There was a lot of shots to it. It played well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I enjoyed this one a lot. This was easily, though, I think, of all seven we've done tonight,
0: this was this is my
1: top one, yeah.
0: And then finally we had Night of the Demon. These packages
1: aren't complete. Uh, yeah, you gotta that's have. That's what some the last sort one of a... was missing. Where was the Where was the weird, anth- weird religious badness? You know, and this one didn't fail. It had to cross. I had the six 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 that yep. came down. You yep. know? and it's just kind of as lame as the last one that we did. This This one was a lot like um, uh, extreme sports in some ways. It was just everything was empty. It was, was, up empty. At, the top. It was yeah. at the top. Now on this one, at least when it zoomed out, you ha- or when you now you can set the high res mm-hmm. mode, but that's no fun. Yeah. Um, you could see what was doing. I was ready to, I was ready to crush this one. To be completely honest with you, but it grew on me. Uh, I, it had some awesome comedy. When I love the the uh, play when your balls hitting the bumpers and you, <laughs> it shows your guy like bashing a zombie in the face, his eyes are bugging out. <laughs> I like some of the modes. There's a mode where you're you're being chased. What was it they called it? it was like a giant mutant meatball. And like, it's chasing your guys running. You have to hit this shot before it gets you. <laughs> And when you go into these special modes, the music, which I thought was eh, mm-hmm. becomes much cooler. Okay. It's very cool. Uh, the uh, I thought that was neat. <laughs> there's some of the video and this is really funny. There's a bit where a guy's chainsawing a zombie in the face. I like that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I heard that this has some really cool... Um, you know, as you go on, some really cool features that you know that you can start. Mm-hmm. I like the fact you stu- you know this was a simple, straightforward machine. You shot the ball into the mouth of the wolf; something would start. You, mm-hmm. know, you know, whatever. whatever yeah, it it's always
0: good. I always prefer cables that have an easy way to start the modes, and it's apparent to me <laughs> what you have to do.
1: Yeah, I, this one was easy. I, you know, of all the, the the I don't know ghosty graveyardy honey ones, I like this. I wanted. I don't like the style of shooting that this is, but the modes and stuff they sort of won me over. Mm-hmm. This is probably my. I want to say it's my second favorite, but it's it, it exceeds on it. It gets it, it gets extra points for style. Yeah, I, the design I'm not super keen on, but the video modes make up for well it not, and all not, that. the the just the 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 wizard modes and stuff are fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun, and the shots when you can see them, the shots are good. This is another one. I'd rather just see it stretched out to play it on a, on, a, on, my, on my main on my pin main yeah. than I would to At play it on At some point, screen. we'll do a special
0: video when you get those loaded up. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'm
1: getting ready to do some work on my pin main. I just finished doing our arcade machine computer. and I'm going to do this one, and we'll add these up, and maybe we can make shoot some video for them. But overall, uh, it played okay. None of these machines played poorly. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. The physics were tight, like I yeah. said, and they are and they're they're rich with content. Mm-hmm. These and the rule sets are deep, and they yeah. really. They really did a good job. And, you know, it's hard to go through and pay pinball machines. I played these for a week. You really, you have to sit with each one for a good while to really fully understand and grasp what you can do with it. But I, that's what I like about it. It's a very deep. Yeah. These are, these are quality machines that are arcade level in terms of their content.
0: Yeah, and this is, I'm, I'm sure that this kind of marks the pinnacle of the top-down 2D pinball experience. Yeah. I mean, after this, this is when more and more tables started going to that pitched three D sort of thing that continues now with like games like Pinball
1: FX and stuff like that. It's it's funny you should say that because this, and I looked into some information. This is another like it, it got it got ported to the PC, but it was like bargain bin city. I mean, mm-hmm. you should see the, the the case in the box. It's just a generic as you can hell. See it in that five dollar bin at Staples. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. This is one of those expert software put it out, and uh, it's lame-looking, you know, and a lot of the stuff you couldn't run now if you wanted to, but I did see something I didn't know, was there was actually a sequel to Slam Tilt, sort of. It was called Slam Tilt Resurrection, and it was uh, uh, it was released in Europe in 99. I'm not sure we ever got it release, and uh, it only had two tables, Pirates and Demon, and uh, each CD had its own game, so hmm. one CD. Think about that for a minute, because these is, aren't huge yeah. games. But what they did was they they uh, they sort of made it high res and they and they uh, they they did a lot of stuff to make it uh, they kind of made it so it's like three D ish uh, but apparently it didn't play very well so there you go so again much like the last one you can get these on PC uh, if you want uh, the PC version of this game I don't I haven't didn't hear that much about but mm-hmm. I'm guessing like I said it's just generically released about it was a budget title right out of the jump street so and then like i said a lot of these tables have been whored out in the collections and stuff so on the pc you know who knows. who knows yeah uh what was the what was the ebay action like on these um it was actually i was surprised actually how difficult they <laughs> um <coughs> pinball illusions the boxed version there are none in the u.s uh, right now Uh, over, over, overseas, you're looking between, you know, 15 to 44 bucks US, not, but there aren't a ton of them out there. So you can sell, but I mean, the funny thing is when you look this stuff up, pinball dreams and pinball fantasies by the bushel, big sellers. I'm guessing by the time pinball illusions came out, which I believe was, was at 94. Um, it was the, I'm guessing the scene was dying to the point where it didn't sell that well which is amazing that full tilt that, that the Slam, slam Tilt hook. ever got released it was, I think it was 96. Mm-hmm. I tried to look up the latest <laughs> Amiga games that were released. That's so late in the game 96. Yeah. Well, there
0: was uh, for example um the Worms director's cut my team 17 that
1: was released in 97. So there were still releases coming out. It's amazing. Yeah. Um anyway, the Slam Tilt I I only saw one for sale and it's in from in Poland. Right now, so everyone grabbed their wallet. Um, Forty bucks, uh, US, mm. and, you know, sh- shipped to Europe. God knows what it'd be here. Right. I didn't see any uh, versions for the Amiga anywhere else, and I didn't. And none had been sold recently. Um, just for fun, I looked up the PC version of Slam Tilt. Uh, you, this you can get in the US, uh, thirteen bucks US shipped. Didn't see a ton. They released a version of this card, Cordoba. It's uh, like something Cordozas Slam Tilt. Uh, and it was it's you can get those too. It's a, sort of it's the same thing, just a different name. Forty bucks uh US. So I mean you're running into some pretty serious money if you want to acquire a yeah, physical copies. of It depends, the- you know. And now here's the here's some hilarity. Just for fun, I looked up how much you can get slam tilt revolution for. I didn't find any. And had none sold, nothing. Wow. Uh the pinball illusions for the PC. Uh, you can get jewel case versions uh, in the U.S. under 10 bucks, Pretty cheap. Um, in the U.K., you're looking between 15 and 36 bucks uh, U.S. And then lastly, uh, just to be complete, I looked up what true pinball for the Saturn and the PlayStation are going for. Uh, under 11 bucks for each one. If you look around, you can get a good deal. Mm. Again, your mileage may vary on the quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> All right, well. Uh, let's go ahead and thank our sponsors, uh, Chris Fold, Zach Zimmerman, Adam Bradley, Will Williams, Daniel Bingston, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Brent Dowdy, and Chad Halstead. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you'd like to uh, support the Amigos podcast, you can go over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, next week, Aaron, uh, what do you think about doing Rainbow Islands? Rainbow Islands, it's an
1: a, um, arcade port. Mm-hmm. I've never played... The arcade version or the Amiga version. So, we'll give it a shot. Alright, sounds good. Is that Taito? Uh, I think
0: it is, isn't it? Boy, that sounds right. Yeah. We'll find out next week. Until then, Adios. adios.